Hey, hey everyone, it's Michelle Balasari, your host of SoBoca Stories in conjunction with SoBoca.com and at SoBoca on Instagram. So glad you're here today. This podcast is all about Boca Raton and being local. I love interviewing local business owners, folks that are involved with the nonprofits, things that are happening around town, places to go and things to see. So I'm so happy you're here today. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. And if you're so inclined, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast. I so appreciate it. And if you would like to be interviewed for the show, just reach out to me. Everything is in the show notes. Have a great day. This episode of Soboka Stories has been sponsored by Michelle Balasari, the Balasari Group at Remax Services here in beautiful Boca Raton, serving Palm Beach County and Broward County in regard to your real estate buying and selling needs. If you have a referral and you're listening to this podcast, please think of me, Michelle B. And you can check out the real estate section on SoBoca.com. Hey, hey, everyone. How are you today? It is a gorgeous. South Florida day. Oh, there we go. I got the fun filter on. So one of the things that I've been wanting to do uh, consistently since last year is to come live with uh, businesses, local businesses here in our beautiful area, Boca Raton, Delray Beach, Boynton, Deerfield Beach, Lighthouse Point, all of the fun like places that we like to like hang out at. And so, um, I reached out to my friend Danielle Rossi, who owns Oceans 234, which, by the way, is one of our favorite restaurants. Uh, Kylie and Allie and I, it's our go-to. When we have friends in town, we have family in town, or if we just want a girl's uh, day date, you know, because my girls are millennials, and I just absolutely love hanging out with them. And so... um, Danielle's going to be jumping on here in a few minutes, and we're going to talk a little bit about her her restaurant business, being a woman in business, womanpreneur, and a little bit about how she majorly pivoted during this particular time, which was huge, by the way. If you don't know where Oceans 234 is, it is right on the beach in Deerfield near the pier, like just north of the pier. I have to get my my directions right. And so it is pretty darn cool. So um, we're going to jump on here. So Boca is a lifestyle blog here in beautiful Boca Raton. If you do not know, I'm also a real estate agent with Remax Services. And I blended the two together because I've been here for over 40 years. I went to high school here, met my husband here, raised my family here and um, moved here when I was like 15. And so I'm a huge fan of sharing entrepreneurial stories, supporting our local small businesses here. And I love what Danielle's done with her business. So I see her on here. So she, I'm gonna add her on here. Hey, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Do you like my fake library backdrop? Oh, that's fake? I thought you read all those books. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Amazon. Doesn't, isn't that great, though? 
<laughs> During that this damn pandemic, I was like, I better up my game with my like freaking background, like at my house. I it's love like, that. Terrible. I haven't right? seen that. I, I should have <laughs> known. They sell everything. <laughs> they sell everything. I've got a green screen over there that replaces this too. So there you go. Oh, um, awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today. I'm like so excited. Mm -hmm. It was Tom, Kylie, and Allie. I go, oh, Danielle's coming on from Oceans 234. And they're like, oh, tell her our favorite foods are sushi. The lollipop chicken, the lollipop um, chicken, chicken wings, yeah. wings. Oh my god! Um, and I just said to anybody who's watching this, I said, whenever we have friends in town, family, or we want a girls' day date, we come to Oceans Two Three Four in Deerfield. So, you know, we're big fans. So there you go. <laughs> Love it. Thank you guys. Thanks for the support. Thanks for having me on. Tell the girls I said hi. I will. Well, one of the things I want to do is. Um, just talk a little bit about, you know, you have an award-winning restaurant, like, and it is a beautiful restaurant. The location is crazy good, but you also have amazing, amazing food. And I, you know, we're foodies. We love a, a great meal. And so um, maybe just share a little bit with who's ever tuning in today, because we're going to be sharing this on YouTube and other places, uh, a little bit about, like, you know, Oceans 234 and how you kind of segued into that from, you know, your previous business. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Oceans because you are a community activist too. You are really involved in the community and giving back. And then you really did a major pivot during COVID, like huge. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been super interesting. We've been in uh, lots of new little businesses, it feels like, within our, you know, within the restaurant business since right. this all started. Um, so yeah, so we've been, I've been at Oceans for uh, 20 years at that location. Uh, we're right on the beach and, um, you know, I'm lo we're loving this, you know, this beautiful weather we have right now. And, uh, it's a great opportunity for people to get outdoors. You know, many people have been cooped up. So, um, you know, we're happy to have a large patio for social distancing and open air right now. Um, but it's just, it's been an interesting year for sure. We closed down on, uh, March 19th, like many people. Um, and our first move was we realized there was no food on the shelves in the grocery store. And it was like the weirdest feeling, you know, yeah. you sometimes you see that in a hurricane, but not like at this level. And I came back to my restaurant and I'm talking to my supplier and I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't believe there's no food on the shelves. And he goes, yeah, and I have all this food and I have no one to sell it to because mm. the supply chains are different. And that's kind of where our idea came from. And literally overnight, we stayed up all night, filled out our website and um, put together a grocery store and delivered directly to people's doors. And we did that for about six or eight weeks. It was, it was great. It was kept, um, you know, some jobs in house for us and also supplied a service that many of our guests needed. Um, yeah. So it was great. Um, well, I think, I think it's interesting because, you know, one of the things that has come out of this is having to pivot, whether we like it or not. Pivoting, which could mean learning how to jump on a Zoom call yeah. or how to do an interview on Instagram or starting a podcast, something that's going to amplify your business and keep you relevant, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it's funny because everybody uses the word pivot and now I'm um, you know, it's just kind of, I'm starting to just say adapt. I'm adapting. To I like that better. Our to the needs of our guests, I'm adapting to the needs of our team. Um, because every day what people need is changing based on what the rules are, the guidelines are, their comfort level, their personal, 
belief system, like whatever it is. And we've got to adapt to that every single day. Yeah, you know? I agree. I absolutely agree. And you've done a marvelous job at that as well as sharing your journey, which I'm sure inspired many other restaurateurs and small business owners to think outside of the box right. during this time frame, because um, even in real estate, we had to think outside of the box. Like, how, how are we going to show property if we can't actually right. show property? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How does that happen? How does that happen? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. And I think I was uh, watching something else that you're on, and you talked about the takeout piece, which I think a lot of people really don't have a handle on understanding that that doesn't always work terribly well for a restaurant. Yeah. So, and that, that's really what kind of started the whole grocery thing is I knew that I wouldn't do well in that space. I don't do well on it in a normal environment. So I'm certainly wasn't going to do well in it in a COVID environment. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, that it's not for everyone and the people who do do that on a normal basis and do it well, it's fabulous. But for us, it wasn't going to work. Um, right. so we did, we did the grocery. And then, um, the second thing that we did, uh, was we picked up, um, a contract with the school system and we put out, um, uh, I think it was 500,000 meals between for kids for breakfast and lunch between um, uh, June to the end of uh, August. That's and we're able to provide that for the school system. So, you know, there's a couple of things that, again, like I said, that we saw the needs in the community. We saw the needs yeah. of our guests and we were able to adapt to that. Yeah. Now you're a mom too. You have a daughter, right? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> I said, you're also a mom. Yeah. So there's <laughs> the homeschool thing that's been going on. Oh, so boy. That's been fun. Yeah. Um, I luckily have a very self-sufficient 11-year-old. Um, and she's been, she's been great through all this. But it's difficult when you're, you yeah. know, they're trying to figure out that. And you've got to leave them because you got to go to work. And um, right. there's, there's a lot that goes along with that. And, you know, and they're isolated, they're home alone. Um, she's yeah. starting to go back to school now, but that's a whole, whole nother conversation. That's a whole other conversation. Mm -hmm. I know. And I have millennials and for whether they're 11, 18, 25, 30, like my girls, it's been a transition for them. And we, mm -hmm. we've had these conversations about, well, okay, Kylie's furloughed right now. She's not flying, yeah. right? Um, Allie's a wedding photographer, engagement photographer. Well, her shift was, let me work with brands. Kylie's shift was, let me work with a brand that's in our family and start working on the social media. So it was, like you said, adapt, because I honestly hate that word pivot. Mm -hmm. There's a few words from 2020. I hope yeah. I kick to the curb <laughs> and never hear again. Yeah. <laughs> that would be one of them. Yep. Um, Scale is another one that I hate, but that's a whole other conversation. But um, um, with that being said, so here we are. It's now, as of this interview, December, which is here in South Florida. Uh, this is our season. And um, obviously, our state is open for business. So, yeah. um, but what you've done, and I remember as soon as the restaurants we were open in Broward, I... Your restaurant was the first restaurant I came to, and I um, met Scott Eddie there. Yeah. And I was like, well, if I'm going anywhere, I'm going to her restaurant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
But now here we are. So where are we at now as far as what's going on with oceans? And what uh, tips might you have for other small business owners and maybe other restaurateurs that are um, dealing with some of the same things you're dealing with? Not just here, but anywhere. Yeah, so we've been fortunate because we do have such a large outside patio. Um, and I'll tell you, I mean, uh, it, I, I sometimes feel guilty because, you know, we've, we've got traffic. We have people coming in. Right. Um, but as we come into season, you know, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm curious to see if, if those volumes will actually be there like a normal season. Yeah. It'll um, be interesting. Yeah, but you know what? We've all changed how we do business. We've obviously um, gotten you know, sharpened our pencils and on our budgets. And, um, you know, we know we can continue to get through this just like we have some of the things in the last 20 years that we've had to get through. So yeah, to totally. And so some of the things that you guys offer at Oceans, um, you have a happy hour. Is that going on now? That you so have we actually um, are starting our new happy hour in January, right after the holidays. Okay. Um, and we're going to be launching it then. So that's uh, coming soon. Cool. Uh, all new format for, for that. So we're excited for that. We have our winter menu rolling out in I think about two weeks, um, a couple, a couple new seasonal dishes. Um, and we have new specials every single week. So um, we're back to our full menu too. We okay. have kind of a, a little bit of a revised menu when we reopened to get situated, but now we're back to our full menu and full awesome. offering. Um, and, and that's it. We're just, you just, every day, you just got to keep looking ahead and keep going and, and, um, I know like in quarantine, I, I just didn't want to stop moving no. um, because when there was opportunities that were awry that ar arose, we were ready and able to be able to do those things. And had we, you know, closed, closed up shop, we wouldn't have been able to do those things. Right. Well, and so one of the things too, um, that you've always been involved in is, you know, there's always South Florida is known for like this food Mecca of, you know, food events, the South. Uh, South Beach Food and Wine Festival. We've got Boca Bacanal. We've got all of these things here. So obviously a lot of this got put on hold. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking maybe by May or June, we're going to start seeing some of this ramp up. What are your thoughts of trends now moving forward into 2021 and 2022 in the restaurant business and in what you're, you're, you're doing? Um. It's just interesting because, you know, everybody's, uh, you know, level of confidence in going out has changed. What people expect when they go out is different for every single person. Um, so when all this kind of settles down, it'll be really interesting to see, um, you know, how normal things mm -hmm. go back or if people kind of say, you know, this is how we're, this is how we're going to die now. This is how we want to be when we go out. We want the space to be secluded. We don't want a big social setting. Mm -hmm. So those are the things that we're just going to have to kind of keep an eye on. Yeah, that's true. Now, I know one of the cool things about Danielle, she's such a giving person. Um, she gives throughout the community. What nonprofits are you involved in? And um, can you share that a little bit with people that are tuning in? Yeah, so... Um, you know, locally, as you know, we do a ton with Habitat for Humanity and Women in Distress. And um, but this summer, we worked um, really closely with um, Four Roots out of Orlando and uh, with Feed the Need, and that was the school program that I talked about mm -hmm. earlier. And they have just been absolutely um, amazing um, with that initiative. And so we'll just continue to keep giving to you know the programs that we work with, and um, we're starting to see some things come online and. 
uh, you know, as the opportunities arise and, and we can get involved, we certainly will. Right. So one of the things that happened when I started Soboka back in 2017 is Danielle reached out to me and she said, you should come and check out our new, our new yeah. tasty menu. And it was like, oh my God, this is 2015, fantastic. 2015, right? After the renovation? I think it was like, I started Soboka in like 2017. Nice. So I think it was that summer. And so Kylie and Allie and I came and we had the best time. And you had the frosé, the frozen rosé. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we never <laughs> forgot that. Um, and it's one of my highest performing YouTube videos, believe it or not, <laughs> on the Soboka Michelle Belisari YouTube channel, which is great. I hope it drives something to you guys, at least when people watch it. But um What's uh, what in the foodie world? What are you seeing bubbling up as far as what people really are are trending towards as far as maybe a cocktail drink or food? Yeah, so it's interesting. Um, you know, the last two years we've really worked uh, hard on our cocktail list, and um, we've got some amazing new craft cocktails. Our beverage director Kimberly um, worked really hard on that, um, and we've also gotten uh, the a Wine Spectator Award for three years in a row. So those are two things oh, that's that fantastic. Since, since that visit that you were in that we've really elevated and we're super proud of. Um, some of our uh, new cocktails, we've got one called Strawberry Field. That's my favorite. You there? Yep. Yep. Uh, um, with fresh strawberries and fresh lime juice and basil. And it's just amazing. So I, knowing the three of you, that's going to be your cocktail when you guys come in oh yeah for sure well maybe we'll have to put our heads together and talk to you about a soboka cocktail they, oh there you go <laughs> have to be pink though so well it could oh, be right pink or turquoise or yellow that'd be fun that's um awesome. so that's cool and uh, for the wine spectator piece that's awesome congratulations mm -hmm. you know on that um as far as women in business um what are what have been like your biggest takeaways this year being a female in this world of you know restaurants food that you could share um i don't know if it's so much just about being a female but you know about being a business owner and just realizing you know how much you have on your shoulders and you just have to take every single day in stride you know, right. you stop and you take a look at like everything going on, you kind of can get overwhelmed. And you just have to say, what do I do today? How do I get right. through today? And what are the challenges today to, to move ahead? Um, right. If not, it's just, <laughs> you know, it can be overwhelming. <laughs> and, you, you know, you skip some of the, the points that you have to have to work on. So right, exactly. So I always do a little quick rapid fire. And because sure. this, this ends up being on the podcast and all over the place. So a couple quick questions for you. What's your favorite food? Oh crap! Um, <laughs> Italian. It could be more than one. It could be more Italian, than one. and I don't even serve Italian. Italian. Oh my god, that is so funny. Okay, so yeah. Italian. It's something in particular, because my husband's um, Italian. Oh yeah, I actually yeah. love a good lasagna. Yeah, me too. Probably really high up there. I don't want to say pizza because that's so cliche, but um, you know, pizza. <laughs> and then it, my favorite dish would probably be lasagna. I love lasagna. We like a good lasagna. Yeah. Um, if you could break bread like celebrity wise Ooh. with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? I know where it would be at. Cause I'm yeah. assuming your restaurant. My place. Um, um, who would it be with? And um, why? Um, honestly, I think it might be Tony Robbins. Oh, that's I awesome. 
not only is he an amazing human being, but I, he's incredibly intelligent. So I think that level of, you know, having a conversation with him would be like off the charts. Off the charts. I love, yeah. love, 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 <laughs> love, love, love that. Um, moving forward, and obviously we're doing this interview in December. I think you have some uh, holiday hours. You are open almost oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah, we're open every day, 365. So we'll be open for New Year or Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Okay. And then the other thing is, do you guys have gift cards all year long or just during we do. part of the year? Okay. We do. We do gift cards all, all year long, but for the month of December, for every $100, you get an extra $20 bonus points. Okay, or fantastic. Or $20 bonus gift card. Yeah. How can everybody find you? Obviously, um, at Oceans234 here on the gram on Facebook, anywhere else. And our website, um, www.oceans234.com. You can get our gift cards there. And this year we're actually selling these really cute gift boxes. Um, and they've got, you'll get an Oceans gift card in whatever denomination you want. And then we teamed up with Dugan and Dame, which is a local craft tonic and bitter. Yes. And we put some little treats in this. So it's a really great um, uh, gift basket to give for the holidays. I love that. And I have invited... Uh, Mr. Dugan uh, Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> to be on the show. So I have to follow up with him. Oh, uh, nice. And I love that because again, we, we like our craft cocktails, you know, like we love our wine, like a little tequila, um, but we love the crafty stuff and it just makes it so, I don't know. It's just a very cool experience when you can discuss all of the breakdown of what you're doing with that and how it's made. And I love watching the bartenders. Yeah. And I think those are some of the pieces like for us, um, we're so social that right. literally Allie and I, cause Allie still is here at home. We were doing happy hours and doing Facebook lives just to have some like, yeah. sense of like, here we are, we just made this and she made a charcuterie board and, you know, and chatting with people online just to just, well, one to just kind of get through a little bit, but yeah. So, um, well, I so appreciate you being on the Soboka stories today. Thank this is like me. great. And of course we have family coming in. Kylie's coming into town cause she lives in Pittsburgh. And so, oh, nice. um, yeah, so hopefully we will be, uh, down your way this weekend. That's kind of my goal. So awesome. there you go. Love it. But, um, thanks again and make sure to follow oceans everywhere and let's support our local restaurants and businesses this is what we should be doing guys and it's important and stay tuned because every week i'm going to be interviewing another local business owner uh about what they're doing how they're getting through and moving forward into the new year so thanks danielle so awesome. much for being on here today thank you guys have a great day bye bye Thanks again for joining me today with this week's episode of So Boca Stories. If you would like to be considered for an interview or would like to sponsor the show and blog, please feel free to reach out to me. The link is in the show notes. I hope you have an amazing week.